0: Welcome to the Awareness in Motion podcast. I'm your host, Angela McMillan. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land I stand on today, the Ghana people. I pay my respects to their elders, past and present. Let's have some fun together. I would love to welcome you to our community, the Movement Online Academy. An extraordinary life starts with your own well-being. we're we going <laughs> hello christine welcome to the podcast today awareness in motion how are you good thank you thanks for having me hi hi and so you are it's what time is it over there at the moment in the evening
1: yeah it's 20 to 8 more or less pm and yes. it's my
0: morning the next day i always love how we can connect from t- over cross countries and time zones, so pretty amazing. Yes, <laughs> lovely you're here, and you have brought your friend in the background.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Oscar. They have a name, Oscar. Hi, Oscar. Yes. Us in French, us means bones. So most ah. most skeleton are ah. called Oscar yeah so Christine has her
0: skeleton in the background obviously you won't be able to see it on the podcast but (laughs) welcome Oscar (laughs) so today I'd love to talk to you about you know you you have a very you have a similar background in movement to me and then had um, some challenges and when did you actually start moving and dancing and starting this journey? Like what age were you? Did you do your first dance class?
1: Um, dance class maybe five, but my mom is big at like she's a dancer. She just ah. loves dancing. So every time we had um and I'm from Catholic Quebec, so we have big families, so lots ah. of big family gathering with lots of cousins. So the Holiday was always a lot of dancing, and well, in the womb, then you started. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, very, very early. And I, uh, my mom got me into uh, uh, ice skating very early. So I think as soon as you, I could be on ice, she got me to those classes. And I always had two activities per semester. So it was either dance and um dance and ice skating figure skating for almost 6 years wow and then i had 2 years of uh gymnastics yeah 5 years of synchronized swimming oh wow 2 but years but it's so cold art. there in canada <laughs> oh it was indoors indoors of oh, course <laughs> 2 years of martial arts and then I became a swimming instructor and lifeguard uh, for indoor pool. And because uh, we don't yeah. have many beaches here. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was actually a swimming
0: instructor too. <laughs> and,
1: and lifeguard. <laughs> wow. And then I became interested in going back to dance. And one of uh, a, a job I had, one of the trainer was a Middle Eastern dancer And I started taking classes with her. So I did a lot of Middle Eastern dance um, and then started, I moved to London, got classes in uh, African, West African dance. I moved, I went to Ivory Coast and studied dance there, Ghana and Egypt, I took private classes. And then I took a one-way ticket to India to study Indian classical dance
0: amazing what a career amazing and then you did go you ended up going to do a university degree at some point yeah Um, so after after all of those amazing
1: travels yeah so after traveling because I didn't want to go to get a degree without really knowing what I wanted to do Mm. and after traveling for almost three years Learning all those dances and culture, I was like, well, why don't I invest? And and usually, uh, the way I take my decisions is often like, what if I die tomorrow? Okay, I'm going to be in debt. But what if I die tomorrow? What is it that I want to do? And study dance was like, yeah, I just want to do this full time. And my visa in India was expiring, so I knew I couldn't live there for for long, much longer. And I, my goal was to come back to. Quebec and study dance and go back get grants or a subvention hopefully and go back every year but then I no. got injured so that uh, yeah uh, yeah so
0: you did have an injury do you want to talk about that now so that was um was that your first year at um your degree? yeah
1: so I was starting in a conservatory dance school in Quebec City in about two months in I was just Oh. It was changing my life. I was like, I'm just going to put all my eggs in the same basket. And I just had a little discomfort under my right foot. And, you know, the, the trainers there, the, the teachers were like, you know what? This is like your career. You're going to be dancing six several like several hours a day. As soon as you notice something, you just take an appointment. You get it checked. It's kind of a prevention. And yeah. I did that um, the person who actually looked at me made a mistake he thought that my foot came from a leg that was too long did a manipulation to my pelvis pubic synthesis and um i ended up being in chronic pain for several years so i had to stop wow. that uh that training i mean i spent almost eight, six to eight months on my back watching the dance classes because i didn't oh. want to quit uh-huh. Um, I did some, you know, bar bar class and looked at it and did a little bit of beginning of classes, and that's about it. I was able to go swim, but everything was really, really challenging. So I moved my my training to a BFA, a bachelor degree in choreography, and Concordia yep. University in Montreal has a really great program where you actually learn how to... You know if you do have limitation they really they you they want you to be a choreographer and you they want you to be a a vocabulary
0: yeah
1: and that's that worked for me because i was able to adapt things the way i wanted to so there was a really a lot of artistry to work with uh there was a lot of anger and pain still but that was really helpful as part of my healing
0: yeah and it would have been amazing with all of that, those three years of travel to, you know, understanding all these different dance cultures. Would have loved to see some of your choreographies. <laughs> have you got any
1: of them on video? <laughs> I do. The quality is not great now because yeah. all and you know, it was on VHS. But, uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> oh. oh, one
0: day. One day I'll check it out. <laughs> amazing it would have been such a challenging time emotionally as well as physically
1: absolutely yeah yeah you know at the age of 25 it was devastating and and I think you know now I'm looking at it from a you know more detachment I would say and I think the, the worst thing about being injured is not the pain itself. Like, yes, the physical pain is one thing, but it's what stops us from doing what we love and doing what we want. And yeah. I was lucky enough to, even after the first few weeks of my injury, there was Feldenkrais as part of our dance training. So I was mm-hmm. able to go to those group Feldenkrais classes. Yep. And uh, do people know what the Feldenkrais method is? Well,
0: I hope if they're listening to the podcast, but if you want to give your own explanation, please do.
1: (laughs) Well, I think my my understanding back then was getting to know ourselves better as dancers and learning how to take care of ourselves. Now, of course, uh, as I'm teaching dancers now, it's – it's such a, a way to yes improve our efficiency as well. And when we do get injured or in pain, how do we open our options and choices so that we don't we don't feel stuck? Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what my clients and students seem to say what that's that's what they they gather yeah. from that yeah. approach. And I think that's that's one of the most beneficial thing that we can have when we're dealing with pain. Yeah. I'll just say if anyone, if this
0: is your first episode and you're hearing about Feldenkrais for the first time, then the Movement Online Academy has more information for you to dive in and find out. So you are teaching Feldenkrais now. Um, before we get to that, let's go back into what happened. So you, you're in immense pain you're doing everything you can. You discover, you know, you, you've already experienced Feldenkrais. What
1: mm-hmm. was that point
0: where you're like, oh, maybe I need to look into this deeper or further?
1: Well, first I went to Montreal and then the Christ practitioner, it was two hours away, so I didn't continue, although there was a Christ teacher also at Concordia University. So I did little bits, but then – as I was getting better, I didn't like Feldenkrais because I was like, no, I need this time to do more technique. So yeah. I was really not enjoying when we we were doing this because it was taking off the time that I could practice my technique. And I felt I had to catch up on so many months of being injured. And then I got hit by a car. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> So that made things uh, a little more challenging. That didn't hurt my old injury, but um, I had a a collarbone that was broken at three places, had to have a surgery. And in Canada, when you have a car accident, a road accident, uh, the insurance pays. And I was able to get, uh, there was a psychologist that was also a fellow practitioner so oh, great. we would kind of combine the two and I was able to do functional integration, which is a hands-on approach of Fallen Christ, once a week for several months. And that was really, really helpful because I would do that and I was still able to go back to my dance class afterwards. And yeah. it was amazing how my dancing was improved just after that. Like I would do my Fallen Christ session i would do maybe i had an hour to travel back to class and then it was just amazing like my body would just do what i wanted it to do it was fantastic and i felt good and my breathing like so even though the old injury the pelvic floor injury was still present and not completely gone uh I, I was starting to gather that, okay, this is not just healing, it's actually really can empower and help me in other ways. Mm. I moved then to San Francisco, where there was um, classical Indian dance as part of their training in yeah. dance. So I did an international exchange when they in there was no felon christ practitioner training and i didn't think i would become a felon christ practitioner uh at, at all back then but exactly. there was no training anywhere in quebec people from Quebec yeah. have to go to new york or, to, or toronto so in san francisco i finished i got a grant for my choreography work so i was like wow. okay maybe i should stay here stay nice. there and then there was a pilates training i started the pilates and I kept hurting myself again. It was classic. Oh no! Facilities.
0: Yeah. And then it was
1: a fell increase. I I became a personal trainer as well because I to extend my visa, I had to find a work that was in relationship to my yeah field of study. Personal training was the the easiest way I had a job right away and I I thought yeah. that people need might need some help with their alignment and and all that yeah. so we did that and then Feldenkrais a, tra- a Feldenkrais training started and I was like okay this is I think I should I should be do, able to do this because even though my injury was still improving mm. I I still was like stubborn in I can do better I can get <laughs> I'm not gonna just get the stand like I have higher standard than this. And, yeah, and then I I got into the the training I, for myself as well as thinking yes I would love to help others and I yeah the field where in health and I had done my yoga teacher training as well, but the Feldenkrais got me so deep into also inward transformation that yeah. I with all the other movement research or work I've done uh, with myself or I've done meditation. But the Feldenkrais method for me had changed in my behavior, in my well-being, in, yeah, so Mm. many things. So, yeah, it is, it's
0: just, it's so, so much depth to what you learn. And -hmm. I don't, I think a lot of people when they first find Feldenkrais, they come from, whatever's happening for them it might be pain a lot of the time it is because of Mm -hmm. pain um some people find it for mental health but we don't really it's not really known for that but the well-being and the mental health is a huge part of the benefits to studying the practice as well as performance enhancement so yeah it's got these three three benefits that um when people first hear that, they might think, Oh, it's snake oil. <laughs> it's, how can this
1: one thing help all of those things? Well, try it and find out. <laughs> yeah. And and even though yes, we believe this, I don't think you can feel all this right away. I think you gotta go deeper into the method before it gets there. Mm. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but for me, I maybe it depends on the age at which we get into it. But for me, <laughs> even though I had done a lot of other spiritual practices, and, and I don't see that I don't say that fell in is a spiritual practice, but I, I've done a lot of self-transformation work, and this is just it sneaks up on you. You don't even effort, and then suddenly you realize you made a better decision in yeah. the response you've had or so uh, true. yeah. So yeah. So- and um, well, there's still a work, a lot of personal work to do, but I think that was a really <laughs> help for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I resonate with that. It took me 10 years to realize the the benefits of the, the well-being because I came from Feldenkrais to improve my dance. And 10 years later life challenges happened and I was able to connect with the feldenkrais method to help me navigate through that so I totally understand that it does depend on your life situation and um yeah what you're going through at the time mm-hmm. amazing amazing so what where when was that
1: how long ago did you do your training in
0: San francisco so it
1: well it was in Berkeley from two thousand nine to two thousand thirteen. Yeah. And I did my master's degree at the same time in choreography. So yeah. the last two years of that training, I was using the Feldenkrais method as part of my research in choreography. Amazing. And I was lucky enough to have Dennis Larry, who was a trainer there who who passed away now, but he was uh, he was also a film. He had a background in art and philosophy and was able to guide me was one of my supervisor in my master's thesis so I'm so grateful wow. it was really helpful to yeah to have that background his background being input in that research
0: Amazing.
1: yeah and so have you got that research published anywhere the no videos to share well i do have some videos of the um, masters uh, production like some excerpts of it yep. the Interestingly enough, a lot of university will publish the people's master's uh, uh, thesis and UC yeah. Davis doesn't seem to do that. Uh, so I guess uh, I know that places in Montreal, they it's just right away it's published, but UC Davis doesn't. So I guess if I wanted to publish it, I, it would have to be on my own fees yeah so i'll have to reread again and see if it's... <laughs> i would have to go back and how was it now looking at it almost 10 years later that'd be interesting
0: that would be really interesting i'd love to yeah. connect with that and see
1: see how it was and i have to say that this kind of a master's degree was on practices research so it's a short it's a short uh thesis It's only 50 pages instead of a regular master's thesis. And the idea is to document your creative process as you create. And you talk about the performance and the aftermath. But it's, yeah, it's a little different than a a research where it would be a medical research. But yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So that was a few years ago. What what's been your travels since then? Since uh... uh, I've been doing shorter travels. I've been actually, I did go to Guatemala. One of uh wow. a peer choreographer came to San Francisco for festival at some point, and we talked about. I, I was working with other choreographers that were body mind centering trained. Wow. And that person from Guatemala was Bartonif Method Train, and she said, "Oh, you do Feldenkrais." She's like, "I'm gonna invite you." She was the the head of a, a, a movement research center in Guatemala City at uh, yeah. Landivar Rafael Landivar University Universidad de Rafael Landivar yeah. in Guatemala City. So I went to teach. It was two weeks intensive to teachers of all different dance style in Guatemala City. So there were ballet, hip hop, all types. And then I was teaching Feldenkrais classes in the morning and in the afternoon was um, contemporary dance class. So mainly release technique, that's what I'm, I'm trained in. Yeah, and and then we would do some. I would do some activities with them. How would you use the principle of the Feldenkrais method that we use in the movement class, but also when you're teaching? And yeah. it was super interesting because then I was talking about reversibility. So if Amazing. one person, one of your students, has a difficulty with this movement, how you do you deal? So there was a lot of labs of how they would talk about it, and then they had the perfect people to practice with because those people were not trained in their field of specific yeah. dance so it was really a, such a quite amazing experience and, wow. and i learned a lot by teaching that <clears throat> yeah amazing. but that was one of the i went back to india in 2017 to reconnect with my dance teacher yeah and i'm still taking classes with her online now wow. and What else? Yeah. So the other, the, the, the rest of it has been mainly to, I haven't been traveling to learn as much like uh, dance classes, but now, yeah, I, I've been to San Francisco. I was coming to visit Quebec and I just moved back to Quebec through the pandemic thinking that would be an opportunity to come back. And, And most of my clients, I have Pilates and personal training clients, as well as Feldenkrais clients. And yeah. both, most of them do a little bit of both. We'll yeah. work on their skills or their sports, their activities, and then they get stronger. And then when we find that there's something in the mobility or something <clears throat> into the transmission of force somewhere, or then mm. we go, I find a Feldenkrais class that co- comes along with it. And we build upon that. So they were open to train online and for me to go back once or twice a year to see them in person. So that's been the new the new the new business model without you know <laughs> meanly choosing it. Well, I'll choose it, but it's uh it's amazing to, yeah.
0: Yeah, hybrid hybrid model.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. And now I'm starting to teach. I had been invited to teach at university in Montreal. Well, when I was coming to visit to create to present my work, my dance work in choreography, and now I've been invited by by really amazing fellencris practitioners who are doing research in fellencris and dance and so wow. going really? to start in the fall, and then I'm starting to this dance. I'm starting to teach at this dance um, con- conservatory school where I was taught. I was t- I was learning 20 years ago when I first encountered Feldenkrais. Christ. So now I'm teaching their students as well. So
0: wow.
1: it's a nice, L- nice L- lady circle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. it sounds amazing. Your students are so lucky to have someone with such a rich background in movement, choreography, Pilates, yoga, everything. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm learning a lot from them
1: as well, always.
0: Yeah. And so you do have some online
1: programs, is that right? Do you want to I do. You? So I have a pelvic floor, six uh, classes. So it's a six-week. You don't have to wait six weeks. You can do six modules, basically. Yes class yeah. um, series on the pelvic floor. And I would say I don't specify it in the, in the actual class, but I would say that my, my s- challenge was mainly of uh hypertonicity of the pelvic floor. So yes. that's mine. That's where I went with it, but yeah. also people with lower back who were able to benefit from that. I also have a back, a health for, yes. for classes, a course yep. online as well. And I'm coming up with uh, ankles and feet coming up soon. And my no challenge as well. <clears throat> so my no challenge is coming up soon as well. It's just yes. like... Yes, tell us about soon. the no challenge. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> oh, you're cutting up for a little bit. Tell us about your no challenge. The no challenge...
0: Oh, sorry. We're so
1: conditioned yeah. to be in a, in a place where people are always asked to push, 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 push more. And I think that's beautiful. There's a lot of good stress that can be very helpful. However, I think there's a place also to stop, slow down, and rewire the nervous system by not pushing for a little while. And it's yes. amazing how much through the Fallen Christ method, we can expand our options and mobility. So that's why I call it a no, a no challenge because a challenge just didn't feel. Didn't feel like it would work with yeah. what I actually was going to present. So a no challenge is still five days. they are tiny 10 minutes. And I'm hoping that by thinking it's a no challenge, people will remind themselves that no, 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 it's a no challenge. I don't have to yes. push. <laughs> <laughs> love, it, love it, There's so many challenges out there, and you
0: know, life itself is challenging at times. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm gonna do a non challenge. Yes, I like that. Love it. <laughs>
1: awesome. Yeah. So I've had good. I've had good feedback, it, and I think it's interesting because people who have never been in like in connection with the Feldenkrais method and it's their first trial. Mm. It's quite phenomenal how in just 10 minutes you can see a difference. And uh, yeah. so that's super interesting to me to, to offer it in that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. it. Although some people, if they've just come to the method, it can be challenging to feel a difference in 10 minutes. True. So that's where, I mean, if they if they've been doing body work or working on themselves on that journey absolutely they can feel a change but if you don't if you're someone that's just starting in the method just be kind to yourself and and um you know it is it is a skill set self awareness is a skill set so mm-hmm. that does take time to build those connections to your body especially if you've had nothing in the past that you that's been helping you connect with your body I just wanted to mention that so
1: yeah and and if I can add to this because yes. it's such a good point in what I'm noticing and especially online, I think there's this fear of being wrong and this is this is a method where you can't really be wrong like you want to get back into the only place where you're wrong is when you're hurting or pushing yourself in a way that is not respecting your own boundaries. So if you really listen to your boundaries, I I've, I see people getting in there. Am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? Is this correct? Is that what she means? And I invite people if, if people are new to the method to go back into the, your childlike attitude of... It's moving and I'm going to look at how does this work and how does this, how am I doing this? And, and being that like, I, I'm a movement explorer, that's how I call myself. I call my students movement explorers, my website is motion exploration. So I'm all about, and then for me, motion exploration is not only motion in ourselves, the cells are in motion, the planets are in motion i love traveling around the world so the motion for me that exploration of the the novelty but also being okay with when someone is, something is even repetitive it seems repetitive but when you become curious it's not repetitive there's a world of novelty all the time which for me this is i'm traveling all the time inward now it's a journey yeah. and and right. i think that's the main thing for for when people don't feel the difference, like how can they make it more pleasurable for themselves, and how can they really mm. be curious and and I think that goes a long way, not only in movement but in everything in life. Yeah, be more playful.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> tell a little story. So um, I was watching this little toddler baby now just crawling. And you can see the toddler had decided to head for the stairs, right? So, you know, a toddler on a mission, crawling around, not standing or walking yet, and I threw a toy in front of the toddler. And instead, like the focus was on the stairs and then they see the toy and they're like, oh, what's this? And they start playing <laughs> with the toy, right? So be like that. Yes, you want to head in a certain direction, but if something comes up, and you find it interesting or curious play be playful about it so yeah
1: yeah to accept the the present moment in and, and it doesn't mean you won't get to your destination but you're just yes. going to make it more interesting
0: yep and then the toddler picked the toy up and took the toy with her to the stairs so <laughs> well, that's great yeah <laughs> So um, fantastic. This has been a fantastic conversation. I'd love to keep it going, but uh, perhaps (laughs) there'll be a chance to have another podcast interview with you and dive into some more of these concepts. So if anyone listening wants to ask any questions with Christine or myself, please join the Movement Online Academy And inside, you can actually put the at sign and start typing one of our names, anyone you've listened to on the podcast and ask your questions because their name will come up. You can tag them. You can check out Christine's other platforms in there. Go to her profile. It's just like a social media, only less distracting. It doesn't have the advertising and all the other stuff that comes along with social media. So it's a dedicated space to learn more about Feldenkrais, Somatic Movement, body healing, all of those amazing things. And Christine, would you like to share where people can find you on your platforms and website?
1: Sure, motionexploration.com, so M-O-T-I-O-N, exploration in one word, .com is my website. There's a blog in there. I'm also on Instagram, at Motion Exploration, and on Facebook as well. I have a Facebook page to that name in yeah. linkedin christine germain i and i want to say thank you so much angela for your your amazing community the amazing community you're building around this it's, yeah. it's fantastic thank Did you work? yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i'll link all your um in the show notes all of your uh platforms as well yeah thank you i just love I just love having a space that um, people can feel safe and nurtured and explore, be playful, Um, and there's so many other amazing things that I have planned for the community, including our festival. So you'll be presenting Mm -hmm. at the festival, which is exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, any last words you'd like to share before we
1: No, I think the the being playful would be my last words. Keep going, be playful, be, be curious, and I think that will go a long way.
0: Yeah, I think we, I believe we need more of that, especially after what's been our challenges in the last few years, to find that inner child and be playful and be present in yourself, absolutely. And be kind to yourself. Yes, be yeah. kind. <laughs> Thanks so much, Christine. Thank you so much
1: for having me. Yeah, have a lovely evening. Thank <laughs> you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. See